Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We're back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and we have a great guest today. Perhaps you've gone to a business and you've seen a little... Um, tablet or a kiosk, if you will, is what they're referred to. And there's a happy face and an unhappy face and a satisfied face. Well, guess what? Today we have Mika Macatello, who is the CEO of Happy or Not, which is the technology that I'm referring to. And he's going to be talking about all things related to customer feedback. Uh, Just uh, before we get started, a couple of quick announcements. If you've got an amazing customer service story or an experience story that you would like to share, I would like to hear about it. And you can reach out to me on any social channel. If you have a question, please reach out to me there. And if you do have a question, please be sure to use the hashtag Ask Shep. I'll either answer the question you send in there on this show in my newsletter uh, or perhaps on my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home. And you can find episodes on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Prime. And if you go to YouTube or or just how about this? Just type in BeAmazing.tv. That's BeAmazing.tv. All right. Let's jump into our interview. Mika, welcome to the show. Thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure being here. I'm excited because I have been familiar with your product for a long time. When would I have first seen that little box that has those ha- that happy face or that unhappy face? That's so fantastic to hear that you've been seeing our service. You know, we've been operating more than 10 years, so I'm, I'm guessing it goes, goes way back when you see it first time. Our, yeah. our service. I love it. And I mean, I see it everywhere. I see it. And and again, it's mostly retail focused. Uh, and I say retail frontline focused. I see it in airports. I see it in retail stores. I see it in restaurants. I even see it in bathrooms uh, at sporting events that I've gone to in arenas. Um, so you're everywhere. Yeah, we are super pleased of, of the uh, uh, footprint we have in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely we've been able to sell so many industries. And think about it. In today's world, customer is the king. And retaining customers is so important. So why on earth business nonprofit wouldn't care about their customer experience they are providing? So therefore, for any operations, any organization, it would be vital to measure their customer experience and think about how, what they could do, do better. Yep. So I I have made uh, a, a big mistake in my interview here and in that I've started off gushing about your product. And there are probably some people out there that don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's uh I'll, i will let you describe it but the general gist of it the way i see it is uh i walk through the security line at an airport and there's a little box that has uh three choices were you happy was it okay or were you unhappy and i just hit one of them and i move on it's that fast is that a great way to and by the way have you expanded it to more than just three choices so, so normally like it's uh, yeah, normally it's four buttons. Four buttons. Uh, and on, on tablet versions, we can have you know, you know, five, or you know, if customer wants to do something else. But indeed, we are a customer experience insights company. So so where we really shine is that the 
the consumer interface is say easy to use frictionless it takes you know a couple of seconds not, not even with, that with our, yeah with the tablet version it could be hey i was happy i was dissatisfied hey for this reason and there's a chance leaving open feedback mm-hmm. but what really is driving value for our customers is our insights engine the analytics platform where all the data is 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 then packaged and produced for for our customers so they can really see what's working what's not working and how to improve and that is what that is where the value is really for the customers where when they can uh, can do uh, uh, well informed decisions how to improve their operations versus operating on a gut feeling right and i love it and so the I, the simplicity of it is what's so intriguing. I mean, and it's yep. non-evasive. It's as you're walking by it, just tell us what you thought today. And there's these buttons that you push. And I don't know if I've seen the kiosk with the open feedback or the uh, tablet where you can actually type in uh, some comment that you want to make. But uh, I, I just wonder, how does something that simple give you so many insights? I know... Uh, in my mind, it's mathematical or something like I could say, okay, I'm getting negative feedback during this time almost every day. So I look at my business. Uh, let's say I own a, a store. Mm-hmm. What What is the common thing on those days where I'm getting negative feedback during that time? And I realize, okay, there's the same three employees are there every single day. What's going on? You know, maybe is that how simple it is for me to interpret? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you can even with four buttons, you can see those time-based differences. That they could be a you know labor shift. You know the morning morning shift goes out and the day shift evening shift comes in and you know they are leaving fifteen minutes and you know the one coming in comes fifteen minutes after. So suddenly there was half an hour that no one was at the store serving customers. So mm-hmm. the, the, the experience goes down. So it would be easy fix that, hey, yeah, this is work. So let's change how folks come in and, and that's it. Or in real time, you know, think about airport restrooms. You know, if there's an issue, you can they can see online real time that, hey, we have an issue on, on, on that terminal in those bathrooms. Let's go and fix it immediately. Or mm-hmm. we can see that, hey, out of our chain, we have 50 locations. You know, we have a problem with these five at this hour. So they, they, there's a joint fix. And of course, with, with the tablet version, we can ask that, hey, what was the reason? And the open feedback. So that, of course, would be tenfold of information and items to improve and fix. Mm -hmm. So what type of businesses benefit most from every business benefits from feedback? But what business benefits specifically from your solution? Yeah, we are focusing. We've seen from our data that that uh, especially retail, healthcare services are benefiting a lot. Like mm-hmm. you said in the in the intro, we have customers all over the map, and of course we we love it. But then think about retail; it's it's they can make changes in their business that are generating more revenue. We 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 have one customer in California saying that every thousand dollars they are spending on happy or not, their top line goes by you know goes up by thirty to forty thousand dollars. I'm thinking, are wow. we selling wow. too cheap? But when there's insights, what was wrong? 
what is working, what was missing, and the customer then adds adds that. Yeah, they are selling more. They are selling more. They are, they are increasing their revenue and profits by taking action based on the customer experience insights. So yeah, that, that's our selling point. So retail, definitely they are benefiting healthcare services. All right. So you said something really important. I want to make sure everybody hears it. Okay. First of all, you said uh, the company that spends $1,000 gets, it sounds like a 30x return uh, on their investment of, but here's the lesson. Okay. Just using your machine doesn't do anything. It's taking action on the insights. This is a big problem in any type of feedback that companies get from their customers. They work hard to get the feedback. And many times, you know what they do with the feedback? Nothing, nothing. And it drives me crazy when I'm working with a client and saying, you've got a gift that's been laid at your doorstep and you're not taking advantage of it. And it's the kind of gift that your customers want you to take advantage of. They wouldn't leave the feedback. Uh, you know, if somebody's unhappy, they're leaving feedback because they're angry. But if somebody's walking by and hitting the button and they're saying they're happy, that's a gift. It means you did something right. What are you doing right? And what can you do it? Make sure it happens all the time, not just some of the time. Because if there are uh, times where it's not so good, you know, we've got to understand that too. So anyway, I know I'm rambling on and on, but does that make any sense to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you 100%. Exactly that. And, and say... Some of the things we are talking uh, often with customers is that if there's customer feedback, say through the traditional channels, service or emails, it's often one case. A customer was so dissatisfied, dissatisfied something would happen at their store somewhere that they are furious and fuming sending an email. You know, but that's one case. You can really make massive changes based on it. Of course, you can follow up with the customers and make that unhappy customer happy. But when we are there with our frictionless, easy to use, you know, two seconds, 10 seconds, and then there's so much data you can use to really improve your service. Another example is that there's a retail chain, you know, using our, our service in some of their locations. And those locations, they are selling 2 to 4% more than the locations where they are not following uh, the, the visitor's happiness. And it's, but totally to your point, Yeah. if no one reads the reports, nothing happens. Right, right. Nothing ha happens. So uh, another couple of thoughts here uh, that I really like what I'm hearing is you said there is a company that is just taking a few of their locations, trying it out and seeing the increase. At what point do we say, this is great. Let's go across the, the entire company uh, or, or the all the locations that we have. Uh, so is that a suggestion that you have? Start small, try it, see what happens, and then blow it out to everybody? Yeah. So especially when customers are hesitating, the investment or thinking that is there uh, ROI or how we read the data, then we can say that, yeah, let's do a pilot and let's you know uh, talk about what would be the good measures for the pilot, how we can tell that we were successful. Say, you know, the amount of feedback, uh, things, insights we saw from data. And then, you know, if this is met, let's then roll it out. Uh, but of course, we, we want to keep our feet close to the fire by 
you know, telling that, hey, it is real what we are promising. So you'll get tangible benefits and uh, this is how we can we can do that. Maybe mitigate the risk by nothing that's, well, let's go big bang and wonder what will happen. Right. Well, a couple of things. And, and what we're going to do now is take a break. But when we come back, uh, I'll talk to you about the type of investment a company has to make. I think uh, the investment into your technology is minimal compared to other feedback uh, surveying technologies and uh, applications that are out there. I also want to talk to you about your take on what happens when a company has unhappy customers. And I want to talk to you about the, I believe that there's a simplicity to your technology and the feedback you get. And oftentimes the reason companies can't make a change or are frozen is because the, t- uh, the data they get the feedback that they get is sometimes overwhelming. So that's what I want to talk about after we take a short break. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are talking to Mika. And this is a tough name to say, but uh, if we became great friends within a month, I'd be able to say it. But it's uh, Macatello. How'd I do? That's well said. Mika Macatello. Yeah. <laughs> Mika Macatello. Uh, and you are the CEO of Happy or Not. And we are coming right back don't go away. One of my favorite sayings is that customer service isn't a department. It's a philosophy. And it's a philosophy that must be embraced by everyone in the organization all the time. And that's 24-7. So if customer service is important to you, and I know it is, then you will love our virtual training, the ultimate on-demand customer service and experience training program that you can access anytime, anywhere. Now, the course content applies to everyone, regardless of position and responsibility, from senior executives to the most recently hired and everyone in between. You'll discover tips, ideas, and strategies that won't cost your company a fortune, but will produce what I call moments of magic, those positive experiences, and it will happen at every level of your organization. So go to Customer Service VT. That's V as in virtual, T as in training. That's CustomerServiceVT.com. It's time to get customer focused. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Mika Macatello, and he is the CEO of Happy or Not. And I'm really happy that we're doing this interview today. Thank you. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. <laughs> so um, let's just, I, I want to know, I am. I'm an entrepreneur. I have, let's say I own a half a dozen small restaurants around town and I want to get some feedback. What, what, how do I, what's, what's it going to cost me to invest in this type of technology? And I know it's a setup. I know it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but but that would be, of course, something we would, we would do quite often. So depending on the collection fabric, do you want to have terminals, how many terminals per per location or, 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 or tablets? What's it? But I would say that it would be, say, 2,500. And of course, if you want to have rich collection fabric, maybe 10K a year. A year? Yes. That's it. That's so not it. even $1,000 a month. And yes. and uh, and it, it, if I want to just like a terminal as people would walk out, you know, it's just where they can hit the button. Uh, that's yeah. that's that's pretty yeah, that's correct. And w- with that, I get all of the insights. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And- absolutely. And is there a program behind the scenes that's going to deliver this data to me on a silver platter for me to look at? Yes. So we have a cloud-based platform you'll be accessing and reading the data. Uh, 
So, so that would be, of course, the, part, the most important part of the service. It's not the devices where we are collecting or say the online, online smileys we have for mobile phones or web pages, but it would be the analytics platform where you read the data and think about that, hey, in my restaurants, you know, what is working, what is not working. Hey, now the feedback on those three restaurants is going down. They are saying, you know, this is the issue, say restrooms or recipes. So let's make a fix. And assuming we can make the fix work and, and we can uh, rise and increase the level of those three restaurants to the brand value of others, we are selling, say, quarter million more a year. So I think that might, might be quite a nice deal for, for your restaurants. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and you know, it, it really what made me think is uh, I do a lot of work with different types of clients and some of them are restaurants. And um, I know that you could have the best restaurant in the world. Okay, with the actually, I'll say the best food in the world. But if it comes out on a dirty plate, it's going back. Okay, and if I'm in the restroom and it's dirty and it's gross, it's going to taint the experience. Um, You know, many years ago, I wrote about uh, Jan Carlson's book, Moments of Truth. And it's been uh, something I've talked about in almost every speech that I do. And he used to say, you know, anytime a customer comes into contact with any aspect of the business, They form an impression. He ran an airline and he said, you don't realize the impressions that people have. If if I'm sitting at my seat and the tray table is broken, that, you know, comes down from the seat in front of me. Do I have to think, I wonder if the landing gear is broken, too, (laughs) on this airplane. So, you know, a dirty bathroom and knowing uh, that people are unhappy or happy with the restroom experience could actually taint the entire experience. I know that's an oversimplification, but that's why it's important to find out where in the journey your customers are happy or not. I'm totally with you. And that, that we have a clear example. We've seen some of the convenience stores, that they are they they are measuring how how the customers are doing. And often, especially women hate uh uh, unclean restrooms, so they go elsewhere. So, so uh, for those business owners, it would be vital to react as quickly as possible for these kind of issues. Mm-hmm. And the ones, of course, able to make the changes will 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 succeed. And the those, to your point, who are not taking an action, they are keep giving a testament for their customers that we don't we don't really care. If I am a customer. And I hit the unhappy face down. I'm really unhappy. Can immediately, I uh, as a manager of that location, uh, could a manager immediately respond to that customer or do they have to go into the cloud to get it? Is, is there an alert? I guess that's the question I'm asking. Yeah, there are different case, cases customers are using. So there's also a chance with the ta- tablet version that you leave your contact information there that, hey, I want to be contacted. Mm-hmm. And then there are certain big locations like stadiums that have real-time alerting foresights that are on that, you know, something is wrong somewhere. They can have a patrol to be sent there, clean the restroom or make sure that, you know, a, a, a uh, food joint would be serving better or some something. So they can fix something immediately. Mm-hmm. See, I would say majority of the customers are not taking immediate action. Yep. Normally like reacting next day, next week, next month, depending on, on the topic. 
Right. All right. So I'm going to sw- switch over to an obvious question, but I want to hear your take on it. The goal in, in life is, if we're in business, is to make sure that all of our customers are happy. But what happens when they're unhappy? Um, y- you probably have some insight as to the uh, the negative impact somebody having, uh, well, number one, if they leave the feedback, great, you know, they're unhappy, but many times unhappy customers just move on and they don't even tell you they're unhappy. You assumed they were happy because they didn't say anything. Yeah. And and that's also uh, one reason why data is so important. So collecting what is working and what is not working and on unhappy customers can be detrimental for business. If something is there and the issue is not fixed, the, the, the uh, amount of bad experience and bad, uh, bad things will spread around. And, and also there's a chance fixing that. So, you know, one customer case I love is that our customer saw from the analytics platform that, hey, these couple of locations, the uh, customers are unhappy for the offering. And they will think that it can't be because we have similar offering el- everywhere. So they realized that the onboarding in those places wasn't good. So when customer came in and said that, do you have this? They said that, sorry, we don't. And then, of course, customer was quite unhappy making the trip, being dissatisfied that it wasn't there. I made the wrong move. I have to go elsewhere. Versus uh, the, the customer rep saying that we don't have that, but we have similar product that might be better. And now it's on sale. So customer then is met. There's a fix and there's revenue. Yeah. So, so these, these kind of things you can't know unless you have data. Right. But I'm, 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 I'm uh, I think that uh, data is so important to read what's working. Not only that, hey, we are happy with the happy customers, yeah. but the unhappy, what we should do. And it's, I wouldn't say that every possible client needs to be happy. Because that might mean that we have to 10x our, you know, staff at every location and we can't as business afford that. So it's, of course, optimizing operations that how we'll make sure that we are delivering the value, brand value or the customer promise we want. But we are delivering that, nothing less. And we are making changes that it would be there. So today I went into a, a coffee shop that I go into quite often. I met us. I met somebody there for a meeting early this morning. And I said, uh, I would like my cold brew with just a tiny splash of cream and two Splenda sweeteners. And they said, okay. And they called my name after a couple of moments. And this was the whitest looking cup of coffee, white, W-H-I-T-E, because they obviously, and I I watched and I said, that's not mine. They go, oh, yes, it is. I go, I've never seen it look this creamy before. She goes, well, you wanted uh, cream. And I said, I said, I wanted a small splash of cream. And the lady says, well, I look at the screen. It says cream and I fill it to the line. And I said, okay, I've never had it like this. And she just looked at me and I go, okay, I'm not making a scene here. I'm not going to make her do it over. I'm not going to be a jerk. I just said, okay, thank you. And I walked away. I had a couple of sips and I threw it away. Very disappointed. By the way, there's no place for me to leave feedback. I'm uncomfortable because I'm with somebody who I'm having a business meeting with. I can't possibly complain in front of my potential client, right? So um, what am I to do but walk away and hope that when I go back, if I go back, that I have a chance to say something. So 
Uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, but that's also the, the topic that it can be very tiny things that are upsetting customers. I'm, I'm with you that when ordering something, of course, you expect to see that. Uh, but her response to me they, was not a good response either. <laughs> but, uh, she had not been, as that, your, to your point, she had not been onboarded properly. No, 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 no. Uh, but, but there, I think that even businesses benefit from the fact or the consumer, you know, I'd be happier walking out that there would be a chance putting, you know, a red smile or writing that, hey, this wasn't good. Uh, I, I feel better because I would expect that those reports are read. They are thinking that what they can do better. So, so, so you wouldn't do do a service for the for the company, but doing a service for your for yourself. That yeah. hey, leaving be feedback. I, I'm expecting that they are making these kind of process changes. That I will get my coffee right next time. Right, and I think I will go back. And ideally, I'm going to find the person I know is the senior person there all the time. I'm going to say, "Homie, this is what happened before. I need to let you know." Um, I want it done right this time. Nicely. I'll say, you know, I, I would like to get it. And uh, if we can make it happen, great. If not, then I understand I'll be going down the street to my favorite Starbucks next time. So anyway, um, let's wrap this thing up. I have one last question for you. And that is what I refer to as the one thing question. You are a brilliant man. You are the CEO of one of the coolest customer feedback companies on the planet. And I'd like to know what one final nugget of information that you'd like to share with us. We've been talking about, uh, has been has been fun talking about all these elements. Something I could mention is that the employee experience reflects the customer experience. Amen so to also that. It would be, would be so important to think about that, how our employees have all what it takes to deliver outstanding customer service. So we, we, we talked about onboarding, all those things. So when we are in a place that employees are on fire of things they are doing, they know they master their jobs. It's guaranteed that the customer experience is brilliant. So are you suggesting that maybe we have a terminal for the employees to uh, give feedback to their management? We have that very often, you know that that we are measuring customers are measuring both employee experience internally and how customers are feeling, and we can see that there is clearly very positive correlation between those two. Well, I love it. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and taking the time to meet with us today. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio. Thank you, Mika. Thank you. All right, everybody, that wraps it up. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and we will be back next week with another great interview. So until that time, this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.